Welcome to the Humble ISD Advanced Learning Podcast, where our goal is to talk about anything and everything related to advanced learning in less time than it takes for you to get from home to school or work. I'm Dr. Tong Utergrit, the Director of Advanced Learning for Humble ISD. We're privileged today to be joined by someone who truly understands gifted and talented education in Texas. She's been recognized as the state advocate for gifted and talented education, and she's the incoming chair for the TEA Commissioner's Advisory Council for Gifted and Talented Education. We've got a ton of great expertise here in Humble ISD, not the least of which is our amazing gifted and talented coordinator, Dr. Meredith Austin. Welcome, Meredith. Hey, great to be here. Awesome. So I know in our first episode, we provided a brief overview of gifted and talented education. Uh, But for those that either haven't had a chance to listen to it or they're just tuning in now, uh, can you provide another overview for us by what we mean by gifted and talented education? But, you know, really a gifted and talent, a student who has been identified as gifted and talented is a child or youth that shows, you know, that potential to perform um, at a remarkably high level accomplishment compared to their peers. Okay, and really my own personal definition for um, what it means to identify a student's gifted and talented is that it's really just a kiddo who is so far above their standard curriculum that they need more. You know, our goal in Humble ISD here is that, you know, students who participate in these services, um, you know, are in coursework, in, you know, programming that was designed specifically for them. So you mentioned a lot about uh, this idea of these students and they actually have needs that extend beyond what what they're currently receiving in their classes right so uh, really it's this this idea of uh, being an exception to the norm so what does that service look like for our students here in Humble ISD? well services in, in the district can vary you know can vary slightly campus to campus uh, in elementary however you know our students receive an additional service which is uh, which is an enrichment service which is our pull-out program um, this pull-out program consists of you know, it's 45 to 60 minutes weekly, and it really jumps in um, with more of an in-depth conceptual learning, project-based learning, um, you know, a way for the students to really demonstrate what they've learned in their classroom, but being able to go much further than they were than they would be typically. And um, you know, on the, on the secondary side, you know, in addition to grouping and in-class differentiation, our students are encouraged to pursue you know either the international baccalaureate track enroll in AP capstone courses or other courses that are designed with, um, you know, individuality and research, uh, you know, in mind. As we build towards high school, we talk about this idea of looking at potentially for gifted learners, this AP capstone and being able to engage with uh, their own interests. Can you tell us a little bit more about AP capstone? When, when can I get involved with it? What does it look like? Right. Well, our AP capstone courses typically are taken uh, as a junior and senior in, in high school. And so, um, you know, a good preparation for something like this is, would be enrolling in your pre-AP English 1, English 2, taking, you know, world history APs or, you know, human geography AP in these pieces because that's really where you, um, you're getting a lot of the research skills, the base of these research skills that you'll use in the AP capstone. So there's just two different courses there. We have AP, capst- or, uh, AP research and then we have AP seminar. And uh, you know the first piece of the course is really that diving in, learn, well, first learning the, you know, methodology behind research and and those pieces, and but selecting what it is that the students want to research, and um, you know it's all driven by you know their personal choices, the courses that they've taken, the uh, things that they want to study in college, what they want to do, you know, when they grow up, 
And so it really takes the students through this process. And, and at the end, it's basically like they're presenting a master's thesis, going, kind of going through it there. You know, there's the questioning, they defend it, and it's uh, really remarkable what, uh, what comes out of that. And so they're getting this chance to do this now uh, before they get into college, before it starts looking uh, on a college GPA for, per se. But they're, they're really getting to hone in on, hey, I'm really interested in this. Uh, would it be possible for a kid to take what they built in AP Capstone and look at that when they get towards their, their master's level coursework? Is that a, a good foundational spot for them? Oh, I, absolutely. You know, I have my doctorate and if I had been, I would have loved to have gone through AP Capstone prior to that because it was just, you know, that's the same skills, that's the same skill or the same skill set that, you know, I used in writing a dissertation and doing my own research and pieces like that. Yeah, so these kids are getting earlier exposure than their peers. Absolutely. And they're getting this chance to, to really dig in deep so that when they get to these advanced levels uh, and, and even the college level, that they're well more prepared than even their peers at that age that didn't get to go through that experience. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so let's take this back a little bit, right? As a parent, I've got a little one who's about to enter school, or maybe you've got a kid that's just entered school. Uh, what are the things that I, as a parent, need to look for or be aware of related to gifted and talented education? Like, especially for someone who um, hasn't ever had a kid in school before, but I hear about, oh, giftedness and gifted and talented education. As a parent, what do I need to know? And the first one is, uh, you know, very similar to our definition of, of giftedness, and that's you know, performing or showing the potential to perform at remarkably high levels. So there, there's that just that kind of first piece, which that's kind of hard to look for until a student is in school, but that's just one we, we definitely need to keep in mind. Uh, another one is, you know, is your, student, is your child eager to explore new concepts? Do they have this drive for learning? Do they like learning? Is this just something that's always been, you know, they're always asking these questions, they're always wanting to know more. Um, another one is exhibiting some intellectual intensity. So an intellectual intensity really is just this, this drive to kind of live in, live in the mind, live in, um, you know, big picture, live in even details, just having this, you know, just this intensity. Uh, another thing is that um, usually our gifted students, are not usually, uh, typically, Gifted students have an ability to interact well with adults or, or older students as well. So that, you know, they might be that kid that's always off talking to the aunts and uncles, you know, and they just, you know, they have that, that chance with them. There might be the kid that's always staying up at the front of the classroom talking with the teacher. Another one is like, you know, we'll kind of hit these two together, you know, using alternative processes and kind of thinking outside the box. You know, just doing things differently, um, not necessarily in terms of academics or terms of learning, but things are just done just a little bit differently. Uh, the last one here, kind of for the academic side, are they have really intense interests. So these are your kids that play, you know, say, uh, Zelda, the video game Zelda, and they know every single thing about the world. They know every single thing about each character. They can give you the history. They know, you know, where to buy this item, how to fight this thing. And, you know, they know every single little detail in there. And so, you know, obviously it doesn't have to be related to video games, but it has that, um, you know, that interest but sometimes you might just look at it and be like, why do you care so much about this? And then kind of on the um, social side, a lot of times in our gifted students, we see um, th that they're very sensitive to bigger issues, you know, deeper issues of human concern. You know, if you have these, um, you know, natural disasters, you know, they're really hung up on this. You know, they really want to know about it. Um, another one, a lot of times um, they can be very self-aware, meaning they're very in tune with, you know, 
when you know they feel like they may not fit in or they feel like they're just doing something differently and, and kind of some pieces like that. So it really sounds like you mentioned, you know, some of these things like thinking outside the box or having some intense interests. <laughs> I can see how that relates later on when, when you know, if I've got a, a little one that's that's younger, as they move on, and we talked about this AP capstone and this research, how, you know, can I, can I take my Zelda interest, right? And can I turn that into a, a research project? Uh, there'd be a great research project to, yeah, to hear absolutely. about. Yeah, absolutely. If I looked at all of those characteristics you mentioned, and I'm looking at my son, I'm looking at my daughter, and I say, wow, I'm seeing a lot of these characteristics in my own child. What does that look like then if, I'm, if I want to refer or who can refer a kid for, for gifted and talented? Right. Well, you know, the whole point of, of you know, what we do in these assessments is really to, to learn you know, how that child's brain works. You know, getting to learn just a little bit more about them as a learner, as, as a child. Um, and the process typically every every fall is when we we have an open referral period. Um, but the process is you know parents need to make the online referral. Teachers can can refer, can contact the parent and say yes, please, um, you know, put in this referral for your student. But there's an online referral that we have um, every year just for those pieces. Part of that though is where we that's where we gather the information from from parents about um, you know their, their perceptions, what characteristics they see, what makes them feel like they're, they're that that you know they think that their student needs to have, be receiving more you know more than they're currently able to to receive in a regular classroom um, part of the process also includes ability testing which is um you know that's think looking at things like you know how do they use numbers solving different types of puzzles pieces like that and then the final piece is that you know achievement testing you know currently where are they in their on their schoolwork where are they in in terms of math ability where are they in terms of their reading skills as well? And so as I'm a parent, you know, so I, I hear about all this. Okay, I've, I've heard from a teacher or I think myself, hey, I think my kid's got some of these characteristics. And I go on and I do this online referral. What happens after I put my kid's name in the hat? Right. Well, all that information, you know, that first piece is gathered from you. Additionally, we take a, we, you know, teachers are, we ask the teachers about, um, you know, their work habits in the classroom how they think in the classroom, how they ask questions, how they answer questions, pieces like that. And it really has been much more of a, you know, a holistic view of what we're looking at there. You know, yes, the students are tested with some assessments and those pieces go in, but we also have the ability to look at work samples if necessary. We have the ability to look at um, other test scores that they, that they may have to kind of show this either higher level of ability or achievement. Okay, and I love this idea that, that you mentioned, which is very much uh, embedded into who we are at Humble ISD, right? It's this idea of a holistic review, mm -hmm. right? We know that kids are more than a number. We know that they're more than how they did on, on one test on one day. And so I love this idea of looking at it holistically for a kid to say, hey, not only what are you doing on these tests, but what are we seeing in the classroom uh, to really provide that well-rounded picture? Sounds, sounds great. You know, look, as a parent, I see my kid every single day, especially before they start school, while they're, uh, you know, still at, the, at home most of the time. Um, and so as I, as I look at my kid, I look at my, my son or, or daughter, you know, I, I think the world of my child. And so I don't, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that I, I, I definitely do think that my kid is gifted, right? As a parent, I think it's a very natural thing for us to, to love our kids and say, you know, my kid is gifted. And so help me understand, like, what does it mean then if, if my kid doesn't then qualify for gifted and talented services? 
Well, first of all, we like to use the phrasing that kind of meets criteria, not that they don't qualify for something. Um, this means that your student is currently where they, where they need to be. They're having their academic needs met. Um, and then again, because re remembering that, you know, in MLISD, all of our teachers differentiate for the individual student levels. So they're receiving that same type of, of, of personalized education that, that, you know, a student who might be identified as, as gifted also is. Um, and then we should kind of chat about these terms, you know, gifted and talented. You know, yes, you know, I'm, I'm a parent. I think my, both of my children are gifted and, you know, have gifts. But really what we, where we go with that is that, you know, yes, every child has gifts and every child has talents. So if a student doesn't meet criteria, that doesn't mean that they're not gifted. That just means that they don't need to receive special educational services at this time. Yeah, and I, and I think it goes back to this idea that, that you were saying, right, is, is it, it's not like a, a, a special club. It's not like, oh, you get the insider track on things. Because, again, if, if we as a district want to meet our kids where they are, uh, it, it, absolutely, if my, needs are, if my needs are being met in my current setup, then absolutely I need to stay there. It doesn't stop me from taking AP classes when I get into high school. And I can still take AP Capstone even if I'm not identified GT, right? So it, it, there's really no restriction if I don't meet criteria. Nothing is limited to your student if for some reason they're not identified as gifted. Right, it, it goes back to that, uh, what, what we would say is like that personalized approach to learning, right? Correct. Is we know that every single kid is unique and different and those needs that they have are different. And so wherever we can meet them, wherever their needs are, I think that's hugely important. What do I need to do? Where do I need to go uh, if I want to find out more information? Well, definitely check out our website. And again, to, to find that, um, if you just go to umbleic.net slash GT referral, that will take you to the referral page where there is always a um, about an hour long recorded webinar to where you can take a look at, um, you know, further information, going into much more detail about the referral process and about, um, you know, all the different kind of the nuts and bolts of the program. Uh, I, I think that's about all the time we have today with the Advanced Learning Podcast. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe so you can be notified when we drop a new episode talking about anything and everything related to advanced learning. Follow us on Twitter at UmbleISD underscore ADV. Uh, this has been Dr. Tom Utecrit and Dr. Meredith Austin today, and this has been the Advanced Learning Podcast, keeping you ahead of the curve in Umble ISD.